Today, I just want to share with you a very simple message. Receive grace. Okay, now, it says in John chapter 1, verse 16. Let's read it together. From His fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. Now, what is grace? Okay, madalas na ang definition na ginagamit is undeserved favor. And it says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, that we are saved by grace through faith in Christ Jesus. It's not of works. Hindi tayo maliligtas sa ating mga mababuting gawa. But it's a gift from God. Gift. Uh, sa Tagalog, kagandahang loob. Na walang bayad. <laughs> Ganda, no? <laughs> it's parang win-win. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. But write this down, that God has given us, God has given justice, mercy, and grace. Justice, mercy, grace. Now, justice, anong ibig sabihin justice? Justice is you get what you deserve. I get what I deserve, okay? If I work for eight hours, I get whatever is my salary, that's justice. If I... I'm driving dito sa downtown and talagang nakamali ako and then naka red light and then tuloy-tuloy ako. Anong mangyayari doon? Anong gagawin ng mga police doon? Mga traffic police doon? Huhuliin nila ako and ititiket nila ako. That's justice. You break the law, you have to have the penalty. And if we all were given the death penalty dahil sa mga kasalanan natin, Hindi natin pwedeng sabihin unfair. That's fair. That's fair. That's the justice. Justice is I get what I deserve. But mercy is I don't get what I deserve. Yung penalty na dapat mapunta sa akin, nakalusot ako. Because of the mercy, because of the compassion. Kung nahuli ako sa downtown, titiket nila ako, and then before na isusulat niya yung ticket, sasabihin ko, manong, Nakikiusap lang ako, please, wala akong pangbayad doon, please, I beg you, don't give me a ticket. Iwa-warning mo na lang ako ngayon. Promise, hindi ko uulitin. At kung sasabihin niya, sige, sige, malaya ka umalis. That's mercy. Yung penalty na dapat mapasa atin, hindi na pasa akin. Now, what is Grace. Grace is I get what I don't deserve. Hindi siya na nag-issue ng ticket sa akin, malaya na ako umalis, and then habang naglalakad ako, paalis, sasabihin niya, excuse me, excuse me, sir, Mr. Warden, wait, wait. And then he will get his wallet, <laughs> and he will give me 2,500 pesos. Ang police ang magbibigay sa akin, ng 2,500 pesos, at sasabihin niya, have a nice day. That's grace. <laughs> That's grace. You get what you don't deserve. You see that God has given the justice when He allowed Jesus, when He sent Jesus to be crucified for our sins. That's justice. What we deserve was given to Jesus. God is just. The penalty for our sin was not forgotten. It was delivered. 
to Jesus. And God gave us mercy. What we deserve, the penalty, hindi napunta sa atin. And not only that, He gave us the grace. So you have to receive grace. Receive grace. Our salvation is by grace, through faith. Salvation, write this down, is that when, it's when you're forgiven and transformed. Ibig sabihin, yung kasalanan mo, yung track record mo, nabura. You're forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Praise the Lord. Higit pa doon, your life is transformed. You're not only given a forgiveness of your sins, you're given the grace of God na makakapag-change ng buhay mo. And that is such grace. So forgiven is where my status, yung aking right standing with God, ay ayos na. And when I'm transformed, that's my daily experience. Nagets nyo? So if I'm forgiven, meron akong right standing with God. No matter what is my actual daily practice, God sees me as holy. But it should not stop there because God will also give grace not just to forgive the sins. God's grace will also transform your daily life experience so that every day we can grow more and more like Him. Salvation is by grace and grace is a gift. It's a gift. You cannot earn it. You can only receive it. Grace and salvation is free but not automatic. Do you understand? You're saved by grace through faith, not by grace only. So you have a part. We have to be involved. It's a relationship, a partnership. God gives the grace and it's free, but it's not automatic. It's not automatically spread to you. You have to activate that faith of yours. Your faith and God's grace will produce a change sa buhay mo. And tandaan mo na we're spirit, soul, body. So our salvation is instant in the spirit. And instantly, when you receive Jesus Christ, your spirit becomes pure and 100% perfect. And you'll never get better in your spirit. It's perfect, just like Christ. He became sin so that you in your spirit can become the righteousness of God. But then our soul and body will spend the rest of our lives coming into alignment and coming into agreement with the truth of our spirit. Ang katotohanan ay ang spirit mo perfect, just like Jesus. Dahil si Jesus andudun. And then the Christian life is now we have to catch up. Our mind has to be renewed. Renewed mind and submitted body. Submitting our bodies. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12 verse 1, offering a submitted body as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable to God. And do not, verse 2 says, do not be conformed. Don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
Your spirit is perfect, but your mind now has this catching up to do. Because probably you lived all these years <laughs> with the wrong thoughts. And now it's time na maging transform. Since birth, sa paggagawa ng kasalanan, parang very natural sa atin. Sa pagiging selfish, that's automatic. When we're born, we're automatically selfish. Automatic, automatically rebellious. As we grow older, we automatically fall into sin. It's just so natural. But when Christ comes into you, you get a new nature. And sin is no longer natural for you. It's awkward. Diba? It's, 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 it doesn't feel good. It, it's... You feel like, this is, not, this is not me. And so as we renew our mind, we will have a transformed mind and it, it, we'll have a different experience. Okay? So listen. It says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, God is at work in you, both to want and to do what pleases him so he's give god gives you by his grace when you receive grace you get not only the power to do what pleases god you get the desire to do what pleases god before i had no desire to please god my parents please god my brothers my relatives they all Try to serve God. Kusang loob serve. They want to please God. For me, I wala akong pakialam. Honestly speaking, wala akong desire to please God. But by His grace, remember, it's a gift, a new desire that I did not have before. And that desire was I wanted to please God. Mismong appetites are a grace from God. This is a great definition. The gift of God's power flowing into you, making you able to do what He's called you to do and to be who He's made you to be. Does that make sense? That this is really what grace is. It's not just that, okay, I'll forgive your sins. Higit pa you will never be able to please God on your own strength without the grace of God. You'll never be able to do that work, that job, without God's grace. You'll never be able to have that ministry successfully. You will not be able to have a successful marriage without God's grace. We could not raise a child without God's grace. We need God's grace for everything. Everything in life. If you're a student, you need academic grace. <laughs> if you're a worker, you have a job, you need career grace. You need relationship grace. The gift of God's power, God's strength. The scripture says, it's not by my power, not by my might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So it's the gift of God's power. Na hindi nananatili dyan sa external, but God's power coming to flow 
into you. Imagine God's power in you, flowing into you and flowing through you, giving you, making you able. Before you're not able, but now you're able. That's a miracle. His power in you, making you able to do what you need to do this week. Making you able to become the kind of person God created you to be. Receive that grace. And how do you receive it? I, I, do you want me to give you 10 steps? Do this, do this, do that, do that to receive grace? No, because it's not a work. Listen to me. If there's anything you can do to build grace, it's not grace. If there's anything that you can do to increase God's gift for you, then hindi siya totoo na gift. Ibig sabihin, grace is God's work that He does. And you have no contribution to it. You cannot contribute to God's grace. You cannot add the other 50%. Isipin mo na, God will give me 90, I'll give him 10. God will give this much, then I'll give that much. No, God's grace is a gift. It's complete. You cannot add to it. You cannot improve God's gift. You cannot help God. He loves you. He gives a gift to you. The only thing you can do is receive it. You cannot earn it. You can just receive it. And it says here in Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22, very popular verse, but I want you to read this with me together. Ready, go. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And Hebrews 4.16, let us approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Oh, this week you have a time of need. You've got a financial need. You've got an emotional need. Just come to the throne of grace boldly, with confidence. Say, Lord, I'm here. I, I would like to receive grace. I, by faith, I receive grace. Okay? Wow. God does not change us and transform us so that He can love us. He loves us in order to change us. He doesn't change us in order to love us. Number two is to release guilt. Now, if I said receive, your hands are open like this and you're receiving. There's something coming into you. Kung may chalkboard, kung may whiteboard dyan, and may diagram, the arrow is pointing to you, coming into you. Receive, so incoming. If I said release, the arrow is turned the other way. There's something going out of you, right? You're not receiving incoming, now you're releasing. You're letting it go. If I drop this microphone, I release it. You need to release guilt. 
Some of you are carrying and holding on to guilt, guilty feelings, guilt from what you've done in the past, still holding on. Nahawakan mo yung yung failures mo. And until now, you keep using that failure as your excuse not to take another step forward. You're using those past disappointments. You hurt someone. You hurt the you backs. Maybe you were a backslider. Maybe you tried to serve God and you failed. And there's some of you are holding on to guilt and you need to release the guilt. Stop it and drop it. <laughs> Stop it and drop it. Stop the condemnation and drop the guilt. Here's the thing, mga kapatid, listen. Let's say you had been spending maybe uh, the past weeks of much wrongdoing. For example, you had spent uh, some failures here, wrongdoing there, wrongdoing here. And then all of a sudden, uh, something good happens sa iyo. Nakaroon ka ng promotion or a blessing or everything seems to be going fine. And if you're holding guilt, ganito ang magiging response mo. Aba, bakit may blessing ako? Dapat parusa. Kasi naging masama ako. Marami akong kasalanan. And so, inaasahan mo na something bad will happen to you. And when that bad thing does not happen to you, it's all good, then you feel awkward. And so what happens is you reject the goodness of God because of guilt. Holding on to guilt causes you to expect the worst and reject the best. And if you expect the worst, it's because you don't trust in the mercy of God. See? God has mercy for you every morning. The Bible says every morning. Mercy is you don't get what you deserve. You deserve to be punished, yes, but you don't get that because His mercies are new every morning. And if you refuse to enjoy God's goodness, it's because you don't believe in His grace. If you put a limit on how much fun you can have, if you put a limit on how much joy you can have, it's because you don't really believe in God's grace. You think you have to work. You think you have to earn God's love and God's favor. But you cannot earn it. You can only receive it. So, mga kapatid, don't feel guilty about enjoying God's goodness. Don't feel guilty when... He forgives you. Listen, Jesus paid a very high price to purchase bottomless forgiveness for you. Why would you now reject some of that? Why would you be so kuriput sa pagtatanggap ng kanyang forgiveness? It's bottomless. Receive it. Even in the midst of your sin, you can begin to say, 
I'm receiving forgiveness. I receive mercy. I receive grace. And as you receive the love and the forgiveness of God, it will cause you to love much. The more grace you receive, the more love you will have for the Lord. If you do not love God very much, it's because you're so careful about receiving forgiveness. You're so paranoid that you might take too much forgiveness. You're so worried that baka fed up na si God sa akin. Baka puno na siya, napupuno na siya. He's limiting his love towards me because masama ako. If you don't love God, it's because you have not experienced the fullness of His forgiveness. When you receive grace, you will love God. You hear me? And if you're not loving God, it's because you're not receiving His grace. You're still trying to earn His grace. You're trying to earn His favor. You can't earn it. Receive it. And release that guilt. Sino sa inyo dito ay, you still struggle with feelings of guilt. You've done something wrong, you've made wrong choices, and you're still struggling with guilt. You need to let that go. God does not want you to feel guilty. He wants you to feel grateful. Okay, look at some of these verses. Dummy. But let's just go quickly to a few of these. Romans chapter 5, verse 16 to 18. It says that Adam's sin, read it with me. Adam's sin led to condemnation. But God's free gift leads to our being made right with God, even though we are guilty of many sins. For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who receive it will live in triumph over sin. Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone. But Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and new life for everyone. Hebrews 10, verse 22. Let us come near to God with a sincere heart and a sure faith, with hearts that have been purified from a guilty conscience. Romans 8, verse 1. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. In John chapter 3, verse 16, siguro alam yung verse na for God so loved the world. But the next verse, verse 17, says this, for God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. And in John 5, verse 24, those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins, but they have already passed from death into life. I know that you will fall. 
You will fall to temptation. You will fall again to sin. But you will never be condemned by God for your sins. It doesn't mean that you'll never touch sinful things again. But God will never judge you for your sin. He cannot. He cannot. He will not ever judge you for your sins. Because he already poured out the whole judgment on Jesus. Your sin was judged. Justice was already given. There is no more anger. There is no more punishment. There is no more condemnation for those who are in Christ. Just be sure, just be sure that you're in Christ. Because if you're not in Christ, there's no other way. You'll never be good enough. Forget that. But if you're in Christ, you're safe. Oh, you're safe. John chapter 8, verse 10 and 11. You know this story where a woman was caught in the act of adultery. Dinala nila yung babae nito kay Jesus. And they said, the law says she must die. We have to stone her to death. Anong say mo? He said, whoever is without sin will cast the first stone. Eh, wala. Lahat sila may kasalanan. So umalis sila. And when it was just Jesus and the woman left there, in verse 10, this is what Jesus said. He stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Okay, natandaan mo, in Revelations, the devil is called the accuser. Okay? And he's still accusing people today. The devil is still whispering condemnation and, and guilty accusations to you. Maybe for your sin, the devil is saying, I accuse you, you're guilty. And he said to this woman, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. Jesus did not say, if you promise to change, I won't condemn you. Jesus did not say, if you go and sin no more, then I will not condemn you. Tingnan mo yung sequence. Anong nauna ang sinabi ni Jesus? Go and sin no more or I don't condemn you? The first thing was, I don't condemn you. And then now, because I don't condemn you, now you can go and sin no more. You see, before na nalaman niya na Jesus will not condemn her, she cannot go and sin more. She cannot go and sin no more. Habit niya ito eh. Lifestyle ng babae nito. Adulterous woman na ito. She's probably addicted. She probably has that lifestyle. So she has no, you know, and, and when we're without Christ, we cannot stop sinning. And the more we're condemned and feel guilty, the more we sin. It's sick, I know. It's really sick. But the more you feel guilty, the more you'll fall into a cycle of sin. You are only empowered to go and sin no more when you receive 
grace and release guilt. Makakaroon po tayo ng power or ng ability to overcome sin, to go out this week and sin no more. How can you get the power to go and sin no more? When you release guilt. When you understand that Jesus is saying to you and you believe that Jesus is saying to you today, I do not condemn you. Are you hearing me? When Jesus says that to you, you can have the power to go and sin no more. But until you receive the breaking of condemnation, until you release the guilt, you'll never be able to quit sinning. Because guilt and condemnation never helps to overcome sin. Satan will use guilt and condemnation to make you have another cycle, to make you have another episode of sin. Because 1 Corinthians 15 verse 56 says, the strength of sin is in the law. And when you break the law and you feel guilty, Satan will... It's, it's a trap. It's really a trap. Now, when we feel guilty, akala natin, if I will just feel guilty, that's a good sign na umaalis ako sa kasalanan. So, I, okay, sige. So, we embrace the guilt and we let ourselves feel so, oh, I feel so condemned, I feel so... And akala natin that the more we feel condemned, that's a good thing. So we start looking for rules. We start trying harder. Pero sa totoo lang, yung pagta-try hard is a trap. When you make a mistake, you don't try harder. It seems like the right thing to do. It seems like that you'll overcome sin if you just try better, give more effort. But the truth is, it's a trap that Satan uses. When you make a mistake, learn a lesson, but receive the grace of God and release the guilt. Release the guilt, okay? It's a trap. First um, John chapter 1, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, I used to think that if we confess our sins, that means I have to tell all the bad things you've done. Sabi ni Bambi nung nakaraan, she has a notebook, and she would keep a notebook, high school. She has a notebook, and she write down all of her sins because she wanted to obey this verse. Confess your sins, and He will forgive. So she had a notebook and was writing down every time she sinned, isusulat niya yung specific na nagawa niya, na kasalanan. And according kay Bambi, she couldn't keep it up. <laughs> she couldn't keep it up. Maybe too many. Not enough pages, and probably you forget, right? You try to remember all of your sins last week. You're going to forget some. Lagot. If you think that you have to confess your sins to be forgiven, then you're going to forget some and feel guilty and condemned. Here's what confession means in the Bible. Confession means to agree 
with what God says. It's to agree. In fact, the word confess actually means to acknowledge or makiayon. It's, it's what it means is when you say confess your sins, you need to say the... Confess means to say the same thing as. Okay? So if I said, we will go to the plaza, and you say, we will go to the plaza. You're confessing my word. Okay? Many times I say, confess the word of God. Ibig sabihin, makiayon ka. Sabihin mo kung anong naka-in-align sa salita ng Diyos. So if, if the word of God says for you to confess your sins, say the same things about your sin that God says about your sin. Okay? What does God say about your sin? Hmm? Does he say, your sin is ugly, I hate you? He says, I don't count them. Here's what God says about your sin. As far as the east is from the west, I will remember your sins no more. Why don't you confess that? That's what God says. And confession means to say the same thing as, what does God say about your sin? He says, I will remember their sins no more. Why don't you start confessing that? <laughs> Why don't you start confessing that my sins was, were covered by the blood of Jesus, that he died? Confess your sins in a different way this time. How about that? Okay? Because you're agreeing with what God says about your sins. Does that help you? And if you do that, I guarantee you, you'll start releasing the guilt rather than embracing the guilt. Because if you spend all your time focusing on all of your sin and try to remember all your sins and try to admit them one by one, what happens is it seems wise. It seems like a right thing to do. But it's a trap that Satan uses to keep you doing more sin. Because you become sin conscious instead of God conscious. Your focus needs to be on God, not your sin. Your focus should not be on the rules that you broke, but on the relationship that's affected. See? You're, that's why there's a big difference between the conviction of the Holy Spirit and the condemnation of the devil. The Holy Spirit will convict you, but it, 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 it doesn't bring fear and guilt and shame. It's, it's not focused on the rules that you're breaking. His conviction is focused on the relationship. So friends, there's just two things that you need to take home today. Receive grace and release the guilt. And the last blank there is that agree with God and walk in freedom from guilt. Some of you need to be released from guilt and condemnation. You're just holding it. No one, listen to me, friends, no one is condemning you. 
Just like Jesus asked that woman, wasn't there even one, any accuser? Wasn't there someone who condemned you? No one. He says, I do not. Satan will lie and make you feel condemned, but he has no authority to judge you. Do you understand that? The only one that has the authority to judge you is Jesus. And he judges you not guilty. <laughs> yeah, God judges you, but the judgment is not guilty. Because the, your sins were already judged as guilty on Christ. Please, friends, receive the grace by faith. I know it, it might not make sense because everything else in this world, you have to work for it. You have to pay for it. But when it comes to the grace of God, somebody paid for you. Jesus paid for you. Jesus worked for you. You can now just receive it. You just open your heart right now. Just say, Lord, I receive your grace in my life. I cannot pay you. I cannot try harder, work more. But I just say thank you. And I receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Thank you. You know, Masasabi ko, thank you. And Lord, today, I pray for everyone here that they will just release guilt. If you're here this morning and you're holding on to some guilty feeling, kapatid, let it go. Stop it and drop it in Jesus' name. That guilt is not for you. That condemnation will not help you. It will not lift you to a higher level of right doing. It will keep you in a recurring episode of wrongdoing. So just say this prayer with me right now. Say, Lord, I release the guilt. I declare the same that you declared. I agree with what you say about my sin that they are forgiven they are not remembered they are covered by the eternal sacrifice of Jesus Christ and I receive the full measure of grace and I reject every thought and every feeling of guilt and condemnation and I re receive the peace confidence assurance of your love in Jesus name Amen